Hey everyone, welcome to the Promise Church Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at My Promise Church. And to see what else is going on around here at Promise, please visit us at mypromisechurch.com. We hope this message you're about to listen to ministers to you and changes your life. Enjoy. because we, uh, we're going to have a, a big Bible on the screen in a minute, but it's not there right now. Psalm 41 through 3, I waited patiently for the Lord. If you have a paper Bible or an iPad or an iPhone, a Bible app, read it with me for those around you. It says, I'm in the NIV, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock gave me a firm place to stand. And verse number three, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord as they put their trust in him. All right. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Be seated. Be seated. Be seated. I I, want to talk tonight about singing a new song. Um, I think we, by our nature, I love the, the worship team. I love what God is doing with our worship team. I was loving worship night. I uh, am still excited on a high from our worship night. How many were here on our worship night just a couple, was that a week ago, week and a half ago? It was a great time. We had a full house. Folks were worshiping. It was like a two-hour, uh, and, and what I love about it, and this is what I wanted to say, what I loved about that worship night and what I want to compliment the church on is it was not a performance. You with me? I won't preach long. Uh, I'll try not to. But uh, if you'll preach with me. But what I loved about that worship night, it was it was not a performance. It wasn't like eight people up here singing and five, six, seven, eight people up here playing and a church sitting and watching. But it was participation. It was people that were singing the same songs that people in the microphone were singing. And, and I didn't see anybody doing air drums or air guitar, but maybe there was somebody doing that too. I don't know. But there were people that were singing whether they had a microphone or not. People singing whether they were on the stage or not. People worshiping whether they were in the spotlight or not. And I'll tell you that there's something about worship. When they begin to sing the songs of Zion, that there's something that rises up in the people of God and they just can't sit still. I don't know about you, but I just even I'm not the best singer. You all probably know that. It's no secret, but I still want to sing anyhow. And, and that's amazing, to, right? That's all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's amazing to me because a lot of times if we're not good at something, we don't want to do it. But there's something about singing. Even if you're not good at singing, you still want to sing because there's just something that God's put inside of us. Like if they're singing, I got to sing. I like it, I'm not singing as good as they sing on Z88, but I just got to sing with them. And like it's a good thing the windows are up because the people in the traffic next to you are like, Wow. But there's something about singing the songs of God 
singing the songs of Zion that I've just got to sing even if I'm not the best singer. That's not the point. But there's something innate in us. I've got to sing when they sing. I've got to sing when they play. And I just got a worship in my heart, and I just got a song in my soul, and I just I've got a song on my lips, and I it just it's well up inside of me, and 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 it's interesting to me because from the very beginning to the very end of this book, we see that God has created us to worship Him, but not just worship Him with words, but to worship Him with song. And I'll tell you, worship is so powerful when it's coupled with singing and instrumentation. And, and it tells us from Job 38, it tells us that when the universe was brought into existence, that the morning stars sang together and all of the angels shouted for joy. So even at creation, all of a sudden the creation is already singing that God is, uh, that God is the creator. We were just singing that. But all even the stars were singing this together. So that's at the very, very beginning. We'll go forward a little bit. I remember when God brought the people of, uh, out of, Israel, uh, of Israel out of Egypt's bondage. The Bible said that the Israelites were singing the song of Moses. And they were singing on uh, as soon as they got out of Egypt, but then they were singing as they got on the other side of the Red Sea as well. And someday, when all of this is over, and we're caught up into the heavenlies, into New Jerusalem, we will be singing about God's plan of redemption. It said every tribe and every tongue will be gathered around the throne, and Jesus alone will be seated on the throne, and we will sing, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Holy, 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 worthy is the Lamb. So we see that singing is from the front of this thing to the back of this book. And nobody understood this better than the one in the middle of the book, which was the psalmist that said, He put a new song in my mouth. It was a song of praise to our God. And so uh, I want to go to Psalm 98 now and just show it to you again because I already showed it to you in Psalm 40. But he says in Psalm 98, he says it again. He says, sing to the Lord a new song. Everybody say a new song. For he's done marvelous things. It's like he's done new things. So I've got to sing a new song because the old song was about the old things he did. But there's new marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation. Then it says, the Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to all the nations. He's remembered his love and his faithfulness to all of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Here it is again. I love this line. Shout for joy to, all, to the Lord. All of the earth burst into jubilant song with music. Is it all right if I preach that for just a second? Because I want Promise Church to be that way on Sunday, in the 9, in the 11, on Wednesday night. Shout for joy to the Lord. Burst into jubilant song with music. 
Now, I, I just, I feel like sometimes, you know, we come in, we might be a little sleepy. They got coffee in the lobby. But I don't want you to bring the coffee in here and have two hands on the cup. Because I want you to be able to lift your hands. I want you to be able to move your feet a little bit. I want you to be able to clap your hands. I want you to be able to sing the song and shout for joy and give a jubilant, isn't that what it said? A jubilant song with music because that's the kind of praise he deserves more than just a golf clap, more than just an under my breath, hallelujah. But I wonder if we would come into this house and give him the shout he deserves, the jubilant worship he deserves, the song of praise he deserves. It brings glory to God when I'm not sleepy or sitting on my hands, but I'm giving him a praise. That's all right, Destry. Worthy of who he is and what he's done and just say he's been too good for me to sit on my hands or hold my coffee, but I got to lift my hands and lift my voice and clap my hands because God has been too good. I wonder if anybody give him a praise right there. He's been too good to me. That's all right. That's good. That's good. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We sing a new song for the new things he's done. I love that. I love that. It said his, it said his, his right hand has done new things. His holy arm has worked new things. So I'll show it to you again, but y'all already got it. Psalm 96, he says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. I don't know if anybody's from the old church, but that line right there reminds me of an old song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. You guys know that song? For God is great and greatly to be praised. See, all right. I'm in the right place tonight. We just went back to 1988 there. Some of y'all was not born. I feel like half y'all wasn't born. (laughs) <laughs> don't tell us. I wasn't born either. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> sing to the Lord. Praise His name. Proclaim His salvation day after day. Declare His glory among the nations. His marvelous deed among all people. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. But He said, sing to the Lord. Sing a new song. All the earth sing a new song. Praise His name. Proclaim His salvation day after day. And so the, the thing I want to show you is, is and i got to watch the clock because you all are excited and I'm getting excited too, but Psalm 40 and 3, what I want you to see is that he, it says, uh, can I see 40 and 3 again? It says that He put a song in my mouth. Hmm. If there's not a song in your mouth before you leave, I want you to ask the Lord, put a worship song in my mouth. Put a praise song in my heart. I want want there to be a praise phrase just coming off of my mouth. 
It's just a song of praise. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's one of the songs we sang. Maybe it's an old song. Maybe it's a new song. I don't know. But it says he put a song, a new song in my mouth. So don't let it be an old song. He put a new song in my mouth. Have you ever got a song stuck in your head? Sometimes it's one you want. Sometimes it's one you don't want. Uh, For the first time in a long time, we have kids music playing in our house again. I feel like whether I'm upstairs or downstairs, there's a tablet or a, a radio or a baby monitor or a YouTube on, and it's nursery rhymes and it's Mary had a little lamb. And I'm just, I, I leave the house and I'm like, Mary had a. <laughs> Two minutes later, little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. It's like, get out of my head. I'm praying Psalm 40, please put Maverick City in my head and get little lamb out of my head. And it's, <laughs> But it's that way, isn't it? You ever had like a co-worker, they're singing a song and you catch yourself singing it? Where did I get that song in my head? Oh yeah, they were just singing that song. Get out of your car, hour later you're still singing the same song. And the thing is, is that music is that way. It gets lodged in our heart. It gets stuck in our mouth. And that song can either determine whether you got a bounce in your step or you got your shoulders shrugged. If it's a song about God's been too good to me, I can't tell it all. I got to praise Him. All of a sudden there's a bounce in my step. And if there's not, ask God to switch the track. Because that verse says He can put a new song in your mouth where I've got a praise in my heart. There's so many people that they don't feel like God has done anything for them. And they need reminded that it was a miracle, that He woke you up again, that there's food in the refrigerator, that you've got health, that you've got breath in your body. David said, if you've got breath, praise the Lord. There's no other prerequisite. There's no other. It might be rainy, but you got breath. It might be a down day, but you got breath. It might be a valley day, but you got breath. Get a praise in your mouth just because there's breath in your body. And so get a praise. And it said, it said, put a song in my mouth. I I think that music affects our mood. A happy song can lift your spirit. A sad song can take you down. Uh, advertising knows this, uh, whether, whether it's a commercial or whatever. They know that, that if there's suspenseful music, it gets your attention. They know if it's zippy, peppy music, it's like, oh, there's something about that laundry detergent that will put me in a good mood. Uh, they're not going to play some sad music like a violin. And they're not funeral music. They want something peppy, and you're thinking, man, if I buy that laundry detergent, I'm just going to have a pep in my step. They know what that does. And, 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 but there's something here that the Bible tells us, get a new song in your heart. Because God's done new things. Because there's something about a song. Do you guys ever play songs out? I play songs out. 
If I get a song I like, I listen to it repeat a hundred times. And then after a couple weeks, it doesn't put the same pep in my step. And we can become numb is what I'm trying to say. You know, you, do you ever, you ever get in your car? I was talking to my kids one time recently because we did roller coasters at one of the parks this summer. And they were afraid of one of the roller coasters. And I looked it up and I was like, buddy, they're here. So I got to be careful with them, bubs. Uh, I was like, bubby, it, it, this roller coaster tops out at 37. Like we drive 65, 70 on the highway. We obey the speed limit, but I'm just saying. You know, this roller coaster goes 37, but we get numb to driving 65 on the highway. It, it should bring a rush to our senses. My goodness, I'm going 65 miles an hour. The fastest people on the planet run like 18, 20 miles an hour. We're going 65 in a car. It should be a rush to our senses. But how many know we're just driving? And, 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 and then some of y'all get in airplanes every week or often, I don't know, a couple times a month or whatever it is. And it's going 400 miles an hour through the sky, thousands of feet above the ground. But as soon as that thing gets in the air, people fall asleep. They're taking a nap. They're so comfortable going 400 miles an hour through thin air. And on top of that, the earth is going around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour. But we're completely numb to it. And we can get numb to the things God has done to where we don't even notice it anymore. When my wife and I were first married, we lived in an apartment in Sanford on Airport Boulevard. And I should have known by the name that there was an airport nearby. But we had just moved here, and so I was like, sure, yeah, let's put the money down on this airport, uh, this airport apartment. <laughs> and as remember when we moved in, it was like, I mean, the, the apartment would shake with these planes flying, literally landing on the other side of our apartment. And, and it would just wake me up at 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then we realized there was a train track that went behind it too. So we had trains and planes and automobiles too. It was just, it was this whole thing going on. And I remember, I, you know, I'd be on the phone. I'd be like, hold on, sorry. It'd wake me up out of a dead sleep. You know, after a month or two of being there, just snored right through the planes, just slept right through the trains. It's like it was no big deal. And the same thing can happen where we forget all the things that God has done for us. It doesn't, it doesn't even wake us up. We don't even bat an eye. We don't even divert our attention. It doesn't, it doesn't raise our spirit. It doesn't put a pep in our step. I don't clap. I don't shout. I don't sing. I don't get happy about it. But I want to tell you, we cannot allow ourselves to get to the place where the story of my salvation doesn't excite me anymore, where my testimony doesn't stir me, where I forget what it was like to go into those waters one way and come up another way and just forget. When God filled me with His Spirit, it was joy unspeakable and I was never the same and I 
I can't let my get, get myself to the place where I'm numb to it. I've got to say, he's done so much for me. I'm looking for what God is doing. He woke me up again. He provided for me. He healed me once. He'll heal me again. He saved me once. He'll save me out of this. He blessed me before. I'm looking for the blessing again. And when it comes, I'm going to shout. I'm going to praise. I'm going to dance. Because I'm not numb to what God has done in my life. So I'm going to sing about it. I'm going to shout about it. Because God's done so much for me. How many say amen? Amen, amen. All right, I got just a couple minutes. He says, get a new song. It's surprising how many times David tells us to sing a new song. Sing a new song. It's like, I guess their hymnals were getting dusty. And David was like, it's time to write a new song. And I love it because he was a songwriter. So he's like, all right, it's time for a new song. And so does that mean that we should just always be writing new songs and sing them? Well, not necessarily. I'm not saying it needs to be a new song every week. But what that Hebrew word means is fresh. Sing a fresh song to the Lord. Don't let it get stale. Don't let your praise get rotten. Don't let, your, don't let it get past an expiration date where you're no longer excited about it. The way I feel, it's almost like we got to get a new reason to sing that song. We've got to have a new reason to sing that song. And, and as long as I've got breath in my body, I'm still praising Him and I might be praising him for what he did in 1998, but I'm also praising him for what he did eight days ago. I'm also praising him for what he did this week. And when we come into this house on Sunday, it ought to be on the forefront of our mind. I'm here to thank God for another week of his provision, his blessing, his protection. I saw his hand move in a mighty way. I saw his miracle power on Tuesday. And I've just come to praise God with a fresh praise and a fresh anointing and, and, and a fresh praise in my heart and in my lips. And so I'm going to praise him with the trumpet. I'm going to praise him with the psaltery and the harp. David said, I'm praising him with the timbrel and the dance. With the stringed instruments and the organs, I'm praising him on loud sounding cymbals. I'm praising him on high sounding cymbals. And that's when he said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And if you still have breath, you still have a reason to praise him because he's still been good to you. He's still there for you. He's still waking you up every day. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you he's still providing he's still saving and i'm going to praise him amen 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 let me give you one more thing and i'll close i i, I love this psalm 41 through 3 here he says um i waited patiently for the lord he turned to me and he heard my cry here's what i think now it, it, says, it says to us continually, sing a new song to the Lord. I do believe that, I, and, I, and I thank God for ministers of music. I thank God for people that write new songs. I thank God for people that dedicate themselves to the ministry in that way. So I do believe we ought to sing new songs. But here's what, here's what I see in this text. We ought to have a fresh reason to praise Him. No matter when that song was written. And so it's a reason to praise Him from my past 
a reason to praise Him from my present and a reason to praise Him for my future. And here it is. He says, I waited. I don't want to take you to English class, but that is in the past tense. Very good. We got ice cream for you in the lobby afterward. Is it ice cream? I don't know what it is. It's cookies or cupcakes. I saw them on the way in. I waited. That's in the past tense. Patiently for the Lord. He turned past tense and he heard past tense my cry. So he's like, I'm praising him for things he did a few years ago. Then he says, he lifted me out. That's all of our testimony. He lifted me out of a slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. And he set my feet on a rock to stay. And he gave me a firm place to stand. That's all in the past. He heard me. He turned to me, he brought me out of a pit, and he set my feet. Now, we're in the present tense. He set my feet on a rock. And let me go to the next verse. He put a new song, am I right there? Yeah, he put a new song in my mouth, and it's a praise to our God. Now he's turning to the future, and he says, many will see. Like, we, I've already had His glory. I've already seen His glory. I'm already telling you about what He's done, what He's doing. But I'm still praising Him for the future things. Because I know He's still saving. I know people are still going to see His glory. I know there's people that are still going to. Many still will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. I don't know about you, but I got things to praise God for in the past. And I'm not going to stop praising Him as long as there's breath in my body. I never want to forget. I was in a pit. I was in a mess. I was in a valley. I don't know where I'd be if he didn't pick me up and set my feet on a rock. So I'm going to praise him for what he's done many, many years ago. But I'm also praising him because as I look around, he's still moving. He's doing things right now. There's things to praise him for yesterday and today. And I'm going to praise him for what he's doing right now. But I'm also looking to the future and saying, my God is still alive. He's still at work. He's still doing good things. There's greater days ahead. There's greater things in the future. The glory of the latter shall be better than the former. God is doing new thing. God is doing a new thing. And I'm going to praise Him for the next thing as well. Somebody ought to praise Him for things that have not happened yet. You ought to get a praise in your spirit of expectation of what God's going to do. Hallelujah. Stand with me. I'll close quick. Music come. Oh, I wonder if somebody could praise Him for what He's going to do. What He's still going to do. I believe He's still going to do some things. He put a new song in my heart. A song can be your breakthrough. When Elisha needed to hear from God, he called a harp player. The hand of the Lord came upon him. The presence of God filled the room. He lost himself in praise and worship. When King Saul was troubled by evil spirits, he asked if there was any musicians that could come with an anointing to drive away those vexing spirits. David was called upon... Those evil spirits departed from the king. 
Clearly, when there is anointed worship and praise, there is no place for these vexing and evil spirits in my life. There's breakthrough. There's deliverance in my worship. When Solomon's temple was dedicated, the musicians were said to prophesy with their instruments. Sometimes we think, well, it's just a guitar. Well, it's just cymbals. It's just a piano. It's just an organ. But I'll tell you, the Bible says they were prophesying. The word prophesy, we think sometimes about foretelling like prophecy, like someone would prophesy about the next year of your life. But the word prophecy is actually twofold. It's foretelling and forthtelling. So they were forthtelling with their instruments the glory of God. They were bringing glory to God with that harp. They were bringing glory to God with that song. That's what we do when we come into this house and we strike up the band and we sing the songs. We're, we're prophesying. We're forthtelling the glory of God. The Bible says that that spiritual atmosphere that was brought about by those singers and musicians was so palpable and so powerful that there was a cloud that descended. And the, 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 the people that were ministering, the priests... And if you could imagine the band, it says they're driven to a knee. They couldn't even stand to worship in the temple. And they were just just kind of just, I'm just weak in the presence of God. There's just such a powerful atmosphere here. They were just driven to their knees. Paul and Silas were confined to that Philippian jail. They sang praises to God at midnight. And that praise was so powerful. They didn't have a guitar. They didn't have a harp. They didn't have cymbals. But they still had their voice. They said, we're just going to sing a cappella tonight. It's midnight. We're in the inner prison. Chained to the wall. We don't have David to play the harp. We don't have anybody to play the cymbals or the guitar. But we've still got our voice. We're going to sing praises to God. God honored their praise. The Bible says that jail began to shake. Shake so hard that the prison doors began to open. Shake so hard that shackles began to break. That bonds began to break. Chains began to snap. I'll tell you, when you begin to praise God, the atmosphere begins to shift. Evil spirits have to go. Depression has to leave. Vexing spirits have to go. Depression has to go. Bonds break. Chains break. Doors open. Just because God's people said, I've come with a new song in my spirit and I've got to praise Him for everything that He's done. wonder if anybody just lift up a praise all over the house. We're going to sing this song. I wonder if we could just lift our hands all over this house before the band begins to sing. But I wonder if just in your own voice, you could get a phrase of praise right now. Just from your own heart. I remember it said there in Psalm chapter 40, it said, rather it's Ephesians, I'm sorry. said that, let me show you that verse. I'm sorry, I'm backtracking now. Let me see that Ephesians verse, Pamela. This is what I wanted to close with. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. 
Nobody can sing your song for you. You have to sing it. Your voice has to sing it. It has to come from your heart. You, we could sing. Here's what I want to say. We could be singing the same song. But God receives it differently because we're singing the same lyric. But it's touching a different place in my heart than it is your heart. Because you're praising Him from what He saved you out of. I'm praising Him from what He saved me out of. You're praising Him for what He blessed you with. She's praising Him for what He, he when He healed her. And He's praising because His family was restored. We're all praising Him for something different. But I can't sing your song. And you can't sing my song. But you've got to sing from your heart and make music to the Lord. I wonder if you just lift up all over this house a reason to sing and just say, Lord, I praise you because you've been so good. I praise you because you never left me. I praise you. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Share this message with a friend and don't forget to hit subscribe. See you next time.